On this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, Ace, Ron, and the return of Jake go on to discuss what might well be the worst pay-per-view of 2020. Hello, Quick Pop Podcast. It is once again your podcast of choice when it comes to the most wrong answers, the biggest lies, and the craziest bookings that you can listen to with your ears. The Quick Pop Podcast. Disclaimer, we don't all uh, lie. Uh, it's it's not that bad. But but we, we, do, do, the, we do, do the booking thing. What? Oh, yeah, your we face, gotta... Jake. Uh, do what? You yeah, Jake. my face. Okay. Are, am chat. I starting off faceless? Well, you need yeah. to turn your video back on. I, 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 there it is. That's all. There it is. <laughs> hey, everyone in the podcast that can only hear this and not see this. It's Jake. Well, you know, I'm back. It's important. I wanted. Important. I wanted to see. I wanted to see it all. So, well, uh, I, hey, trust me. Everyone wants to see it all, but I can only show so much. So Jake, how you I doing? We, uh, I'm doing uh, we I'm doing you. good. Um, we missed you. Well, I mean, I'm we doing good as a relative. Not to you. I'm doing good as relative because uh, it's, Sunday the night there was a, a pay per view event wrestling. Something happened, and I'm very confused about everything. I think we're all confused. Yeah. I think it's safe to say we're all confused. But I th- <laughs> let's say this right off the bat. The one thing that the pay-per-view, which, you know, spoiler, it was called Extreme Rules. The one thing that it did have going for something, it was not predictable. (laughs) If I could say anything about it, it was not logical, though. There's a difference. You you want to be unpredictable. You don't want to be like illogical. You're not wrong. But I think the problem is I was really concerned and you can speak on this if it's different. I was really concerned that this was going to be a very predictable uh, podcast or sorry, podcast uh, pay-per-view podcast is probably also going to be a little predictable. Uh, uh, speaking of predictability, uh, balls check. Oh, banter among yourself. Oh, it's yes, by the way, guys. Oh, do you hear that? Did you hear that podcast? That oh. smooth crisp sound? That's me busting open my first ever blue balls. Ah, and for me, I got another special edition balls. It comes in can form, and let me just open it up. And I was convinced that uh, my good boy Jake was going to get the classic blue, so I could appreciate it. You know what, Ron? I have to give you credit. That That's classy. I went with the clear balls cherry flavor. Uh, I wanted what, to try cherry? it. I've tried it. I've tried the I've tried the original. I've tried the ginger, and this one's uh, hey, cherry. Am I to understand that you've never tried the cherry? So you're about to pop yes. your first cherry. <laughs> I think Ron's reaction is probably my favorite part of that. Ready, yeah, ready? Ron's reaction was way better than the joke. <laughs> Ron? Yeah, I mean, like, I was like, ah, but then when I saw Ron's reaction, I was like, oh, it, it gets better. Like, 
I almost <laughs> did a spit take all over my like. I don't typically get cherry stuff that because would... my wife doesn't like cherry, and so instead of just getting something that I know that I'm going to be the only person that consumes it, even though in this case I probably still will be the only person that consumes it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I typically don't get cherry stuff for, for that reason, but I wanted to try the cherry. So yes, thank you everybody. Uh, balls check, uh, check your balls. Uh, the Quick Pop Podcast is still unofficially sponsored by Balls Energy Drink. Uh, ooh, nice. Uh, nice. Start sponsoring you. us. We'll read your ads. We'll hold the blue balls. Right. We'll pop cherries. Have, like everything is great in this world if you just now that, just sponsor us. We just want it to be sponsored by Blue Balls. <laughs> You know, I mean, just here's the here's the fun thing. Uh, now that like technically speaking, we still need to get Ron some good old original because he's got uh, balls classic. We need to get him balls original. But as soon as we can get that happen, I'll absolutely. It came in a can. I'll absolutely email their marketing department and be like, "Yo, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard. There's a little podcast. No, little. There's this big podcast called the Quick Pop Podcast." Uh, that is constantly shilling for you. You should take a listen. We are all corporate stooges for the balls. For balls. Uh, what's our other one that we're also trying to do? Razor. Razor. That's right. I really should start actually doing that, but I, I'm a little upset. I feel like my little emote display uh, isn't working. Uh, Aw, well, but you know, you know what does work? What works? Manscaped. Yes, says all of us here with with beards. I'm trying to get mine back. I know it was cool that I was babyface ace, but then I looked at myself in the mirror and was like, "Nope, not until the workout really starts showing. We're gonna we're gonna keep that neck cover." Oh, that's why I have mine covered. <laughs> like, uh, I, I uh, go through drastic changes each and every month, uh, oh, each and every week. I know that so, feel. Uh, yep. Speaking of wrestling. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, oh, once again, not just a promotional podcast. We also talk about wrestling. We still do that. <laughs> that used to be a thing—a podcast that's just all ads. Like <laughs> you just get enough companies to think your podcast is big, and then your entire thing is ads. I have an idea. Dude, that, podcast, that podcast would last it's two it. episodes, and everyone would be like, "Screw this show!" Nah, bro. It, that's it, like you'd, you'd up, listen like, just to see because. The key would be like we would constantly do a different ad read each time. Like even if they were like, "Here's what we want you to read," we're like, "All right, but is it cool if we ad lib?" So you can't you can't give me that yeah, freedom. <laughs> no, that, they they should want that freedom because that freedom is going to sell everything. It's going to be so free that it's like eagles soaring in the sky. It's going to be a beautiful thing, and it's going to be a glorious thing. But speaking of wrestling. Speaking of wrestling. <sighs> sorry, my phone did a thing. So I'm going to fix the phone. So, um, so, so we're going to get into this pay-per-view. Is that what you want to do? Let's get into the pay-per-view. Yeah, um, right off the bat, I'm a grocery. <laughs> yeah, that we shall mention. Uh, oh, wow, this thing is just not cooperating today. And we have uh, fallen too. Oh, I think that we already, is true. Do we already cover that? No. Uh, you know, I didn't. mean, you and I kind of did. Uh, I barely remember. 
remember. You and I kind of did. I uh, I, this whole week has been a blur for me. You're telling me, dude, it is hot. The whole week's been a blur for me. So I just, I can't. Like, I can't. Mm hmm. Dude, try being out there for an entire day on, on the uh, creek. I know that feel. It was beautiful. Working an eight-hour nice shift time. Monday through Friday it. in the heat in a mm-hmm. building with no AC, but it still has insulation in it. It's like twenty degrees hotter than it actually is. I I can't say I've done that, but let me like if Been we're gonna there, do a quick little that, like with off that thing. the real yeah. uh, post talk thing real quick. Um, Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner sucks because it doesn't matter if you're inside or not you're working around literally like steam all the time there is no such thing as like being in the air conditioning so it's just no matter where you are you could be in like the ice box of a house and it's still just going to be stupid hot yeah stanley steam or tough on dirt that they had is like wow yep no trust me uh you're there for a year. You. you remember stupid stuff like that. For our for our live stream audience, real quick, I'm sorry. Uh, I, yeah, uh, the no. app is wigging out, and I can't get it to work right now. And I'm not going to take up valuable time to do it. So here's an old facsimile of me. Anyway, um, we did talk <laughs> about. We, we uh, just get into this um, this devil's game of about a paper fist. Well, here's the thing. Two things. One, we did kind of talk about Fighter Fest when you, you and me were on uh, last uh, Tuesday when we did like our roundup of all well, of the I wrestling news. We didn't talk Fight about Fight for the Fallen because that was like that, that was yeah. that Wednesday. So we didn't speak on yeah. that. Um, I mean, it, it, is there anything big you want to talk about? Because like one of the Do big things to, that I was going to mention away, is Jake? absolutely on Slammiversary. Yeah, I thought it was a great episode of uh, Dynamite. Uh, I thought the uh, the elite versus uh, uh, Jurassic Express was flipping awesome. Um, the Orange Cassidy segment with the uh, mm-hmm. juice dropping on uh, Jericho and the way Jericho sold that for the rest of the night was freaking awesome. Um Okay, who was it? It was Santana or Ortiz that just did the yeah, whole yeah. like McMahon Ortiz. spot with like the beer and the milk, just yeah, like flailing yeah, in, yeah. in the liquid. It, yeah, I mean it was it was like, it was great. I mean they're really squeezing out every ounce like, they can on that storyline. So you know, I mean they're juicing it up. I mean it's 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 really good. It's 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 good work. You know, good good stuff. It's disappointing it's you stuff. can't see my my facial expressions, but. Uh, it's appreciated nonetheless. I bravo to you. 2020 year of puns. I'm glad you're year finally coming around to it. Now oh, that yeah. we're over halfway through, you finally are coming through. Yeah. Yeah. I think on this one, me and you are, are solidified ace. Uh, Ron hates everything that comes out of our mouth now. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, six years running. Uh, but anywho. Uh so anything you want to say, Ron? I you will just, say you look, this. You look dejected. <laughs> well, yeah, because y'all are saying puns. The o- the only thing I really want to say is Moxley and Cage was all right. Yes, it was okay, but the ending made it all like worth it. I love See, the ending. I disagree. Where like 
Darby comes out and does his thing, and the, and even the towel, the Taz throwing in the towel. I, I was See, not I wasn't expecting, expecting that. that, but my problem with it was this: if you're going to have Darby come out and you want to do a finish to keep uh, Cage strong, have Moxley win. Why not just let Darby cost uh, Cage the match? Why do the towel in the towel? And now mm-hmm. you're you're wondering like, oh, is there friction between Taz and uh, uh, Cage? But then also Darby comes back to lead to Cage and Darby. I think it was a lot, and it could have been simplified just with Darby costing Cage the match. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason why they allowed Taz to. Uh, had to throw in the towels because they're kind of doing a little bit of a callback to where Taz was trying to give Darby pointers. So it could lead to something completely different. Uh, you have the opportunity of two storylines to be told at one time. And I, I appreciated that yeah, actually. I agree. I just, listen, they, they've done really good with their storyline so far. I just worried that this particular storyline may get too muddy. But then again, we're at the beginning of it, so I think it's mm-hmm. too soon to immediately throw out that concern. I just think it would have just been better if Darby just cost him yeah. the match, but that's yeah. just me. But I do appreciate the Taz towel throwing in the towel because, like you said, it's unique, it's different. I mean, it's happened before, but it's been years, and they don't usually do something like that. Yeah. Oh, um, and then also, just real quick, uh, Cody and Sunny Kiss. Brilliant. Yeah. Bellissimo. That would be better than had any right to be. Uh, for just like another TNT, you know, open challenge kind of thing. That was really, really good. Yeah. I I had a couple Enjoy people it. tell yeah. me specifically, you need to watch this match. And I was like, well, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm just, I, I liked how but, Cody yeah, was, went uh, full oh. heel in the match in order to let Sonny like have in order to show the audience it's like hey you should pull for this guy um so like Cody was doing all the underhanded yeah. stuff so it's like no 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 be a bad guy because he is who you need to be pulling for he is the this, this match should be the spotlights on him we're trying to showcase that um he can he can go in the ring he you know they're trying to showcase what type of talent he is so i like that cody was like if i stay a baby face in this match you know like it draws away from sony so he like went full heel in the match so it wouldn't draw away from him yeah i i didn't see it that way but wow like that it's completely accurate yeah I just thought it was a great match, but look at you with the ring psychology, boy. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But um, other than Fight for the Fallen, we did have Impact Slammiversary, which was one of, like, this is probably the most hyped that I've been about Impact since uh, Matt Hardy. And the biggest thing was seeing where all of these people went uh, after the mass exodus of Black Wednesday with the WWE. Um, I mean, we saw Heath Miller. Uh, we saw a, reun- a reuniting of Heath Miller and Rhino. That was cool. Yeah, um, yeah that was cool. You saw, you saw Eric Young come back. You saw Rich Swan come back. Um, 
Uh, Deanna Perrazzo is the new women's champion uh, in her like debut match in Impact. Um, the Machine Guns came back. Oh yeah, Motor City Machine Gun. Yeah, that was cool. And then the Machine Gun and the big boy Sex Ferguson, they came back right at the end after uh, what's his Eddie Edwards. Uh, Eddie Edwards got yes. the yeah got the Impact uh, title. Yes. Yeah. No, I I love 110%. I love Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows. Like, they are awesome. They had this entire thing all planned out. Um, what was it? I, I can't really say what it was called, but it was Countdown to Freak Town, uh, where they were wanting to do this podcast after their not or no compete clause expired and it they they made some really good jabs uh at both uh triple h and uh paul Heyman, and even beyond that uh since today is monday we we're recording they came out with another being the elite and I was they let it off you watched it yet yeah they let it off with uh the young bucks and then uh carl and uh doc just talking about um, talking about things, where they're gonna go, and this was like Still. four years ago. They're, they, yeah, it was, they a, it, 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 it was a flashback. Yeah, and the young bucks were saying, "Well, what if we made our own company? And what if uh, they were doing televised shoots on uh, TNT?" And Carl and Luke were like, "Oh yeah, let's let's go ahead and do that. Sounds really great." And after the young bucks leave, uh, Carl's like, "Dude." Don't they know that the whole bullet club thing is a work? Luke's like, yeah, this isn't gonna last long. We gotta, we gotta do something about the. Hey, stop! We gotta do something about this. And so they were gonna go to New York, and he said, uh, Luke Gallows says the line. He's like, yeah, there's two Pauls that are over there. Not any one of them are gonna lie to us. And <laughs> yeah. That leads into countdown to Freak Town, but yep. So I so that was like all Impact. So uh, they're now their podcast yet. And as much as like Impact's buzz is making me want to go back and watch some more Impact, I am super looking forward to talking Shopamania. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yes, talking Shopamania is going like, to be they've literally, absolutely uh, wonderful. Uh, said like, like after I'm, you watch this, you'll know yeah, exactly how freaking crazy we are. And I'm like, dude, they are going to take all their crazy drunk characters uh, and their ramblings and put it into like matches. It's going to probably be the most insane wrestling thing you've seen in forever. Yeah, we're going to see we're going to see Reptile. We're going to see showing up. Yeah. <laughs> and of course I'm always down with uh yeah. Sex Ferguson. Brilliant. Dude, that that thing is gonna Brilliant be so boy. crazy good. Just there's a difference. If, if what what did he say? Uh, Ace could probably censor this out. He's like he's like if if it doesn't come in a white envelope and I can't snort stuff through it. I don't accept it as effing pay. Dude, yeah, love, no. Love, love sex Those Ferguson. guys. Yeah, he's very, yeah. like, yeah. No, especially Luke. He is so bizarre. Like, he is like this horror show. 
of of like oddity. He's like this oddity that you see on the screen. Um, very very extreme, very yeah. extreme guy with with his characters. Yeah, like, like those guys are just so freaking entertaining. Uh, I don't think we even scratched the surface of how entertaining they can be like in wrestling in WWE. And I think I definitely think do what? Well, let's plug it. Let's go ahead and plug it. Listen to the craziest wrestling podcast out there. The craziest, the absolute insane wrestling podcast out there. So that honestly has to be, the quick pop pocket. No, well, uh, let's be honest. It's, it's the second craziest. I mean, shot. if they heard some of our bookings, they'd be like, okay, okay, calm it down, calm it down. But, uh, yeah, yeah, oh god, yeah. So let's let's get down to brass taxes. We we're here for one thing and I mean, one thing only. We're, we're here for and all wrestling. Like, I think we're good with all wrestling. Oh no, we're here to talk about how WWE buried themselves in pay per view. I mean, let's 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 just get into it. Well, again, like it wasn't our show. Oh, Uh, there are moments. There there are more. Like, let's say this. I'll I'll, I'll give the pay per view this. It started off good. The the pre-show match with KO was was acceptable and great and all that. The tag the tag match, uh, the tag titles uh, table match, yeah, like like Ron's doing. Thumbs up, good match, fun match. I like the tag titles change, and then the show continued. Yeah, I, it's just it speaks a lot to like hearing reports that. They completely ripped up this episode of Raw that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be airing tonight on USA because of how negatively received uh, the horror show at Extreme Rules was. Uh, well, how it was received, I guess. But yeah, like I think they're trying they're trying to grasp at straws leading up to SummerSlam, and they thought they could hit gold with. Uh, horror show at extreme at extreme rules and unfortunately it really yeah it fell short i love that it was unpredictable but it it kind of became a little bit too campy i also think anytime there was a match outside of that tag match that i just mentioned uh anytime there's a match that seemed like it was getting going Mm -hmm. something happened like because bailey and uh, uh nikki cross started off and it was actually a hard hitting match. I was like, okay, they're they're letting them go and stuff. And then it just felt like in the mm-hmm. middle of the match, both of them slowed down. And I was like, okay, why are we slowing down? And then like, okay, you want to do a cheap finish? That's fine. But it's just it felt like the match was like it, the mat. It felt like the match was a roller coaster. And the beginning of it, they were just like going, you know, going tick 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 up up up. And you're like, okay, this this thing's something that's going to be good. And then once you went down heel, it was like roller coaster over. And it's like, oh, that's cool, I well, guess. Let's yep. just let's just start from the beginning. You're, you're already let's just start from the beginning. Tracks. The very first match the was uh, was the tag team match, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah, no, um, that was good. Yeah, I enjoyed, was I enjoyed the winners. Yeah. Everything was great. Oh yeah, I yeah. 
It was the ending was surprising because I didn't expect that they would do a title switch not on SummerSlam. Not, not that the big four always has to be where the title switch is, but I felt like that would be where you would have a big title switch. But here, I'm going to always say this. And Zaro was going to be the ones to dethrone uh, New Day. So I, I like that. I, it was unpredictable, but in a good way. Can I tell you what my hopeful booking, though, is, though? My What's hopeful that? booking is that they, they get a rematch. And it's at SummerSlam. And like right before SummerSlam, they like super, you know, beat up on like Kofi or Big E, like just beat the the mess out of him to where you're not sure if he's going to be there at SummerSlam. And then the match comes and, you know, uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke are out there and they're like, oh, yeah, who's going to come, you know, beat us? Oh, the New Day? I don't think so. Not after the beating they do. And then the New Day's music hits and out comes like Kofi and Xavier Woods. Let me add to that. Let me add to that. So they decided to do eye for an eye, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, um, where they beat the heck out of Nakamura. I knew what you were going to say. Bron, stop thinking, stealing my ideas. I already know where you're going. And you're thinking, oh, well, what are they, they going to do? And all of a sudden you hear that, oh, oh. Oh, 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 and you hear the former Intercontinental Champion uh, Sami Zayn come out, and so it's it's a comeback of two people. Yeah, I mean that would be neat. That'd be a nice uh, little thing to make. Sorry, Jake. High five. High five, Jake. Here's the thing. That that being said, though, they would win better. So after that happened, no, I, I got nothing. That was actually. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Zane almost seems blackballed, so it'd be nice. Repo man comes out. It'd be nice to see him come back because so you, know, you don't hear anything about Zane. It's a special guest referee now. Okay, there I did it. Uh, I'm just gonna throw it out here. I don't want to see a special guest referee after last night. Um, Marty we'll Janetti. Get to, we'll comes get to out. that later. Uh, the next, I don't even want to say match was uh, supposed to be MVP versus Apollo Cruz. Um, there was a lot of so there was a lot of speculation if we were counting this based on the yeah. uh, rest of the night. I figured it was very in tune with the rest of the night to count this match. Uh, but this is not a match. This was MVP coming out saying, "Oh, he couldn't make it. Guess I'm the United States champion." Well, my problem was this: was that okay? MVP grabs the title. And so yeah. I'm Intercontinental Champion. I'm like, okay, so I guess MVP wins That's by it. default. But then the announce team was like, why is MVP wearing that? Apollo Crews is still the inter- uh, uh, still the United States Champion. It's like, Jesus, guys. It's Make like, what are we doing? So now yeah. we're going to do a, a storyline where MVP's walking around with the new U.S. title and Apollo Crews has to come back. And even though Apollo Crews is champion, he has to beat MVP to get his title back. I mean, I guess you it works, but it's just... It, but- yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, yeah. It, here's the thing. Even if they did the... Th- well, Wikipedia stated that... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Wikipedia stated that the match ended in a forfeit. And so legitimately, legitimately, you know, finger quotes and whatnot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is he's not the actual U.S. champion, which that's the bananas part. If you're going to forfeit it, then just make MVP the U.S. champion. And even if you want Apollo to be OK, Apollo comes back and beats him for the title. But as of right now, just go ahead and make MVP the U.S. champion. Yeah. And my thing is, if they had just done a thing where like. You know, they were like, get a ref uh-huh. out of here. Oh, look, he's not showing. All right, count him. Like, all that kind of thing. Then, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would have been... It would have been, been tolerable. Been because then there would have been storyline elements match, to tell us. I guess. Oh, Apollo Crews is injured. He couldn't be here. Weird. But... Um, yeah. like, you know, you have to defend the title in so many days. So technically this is it. So since he couldn't be here, we're going to count him out. MVP is going to be champion and he never beat Apollo Cruz, but the title has changed hands. So it at least would be telling the audience, like, you know, logistically what is going on instead of just being like, oh, he's not the yeah. real champion. It's like, well, then why does he have the title? Why is he, what what is going on here? Watch, watch him, uh, like, do the finger poke of death. Oh, God. Uh, and he he well, switches it over to Sheldon One Benjamin. way or another, that made no sense. Watch that happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, like, what yeah. was after that? Because here's, I think this is when uh, the... Yep. Te- no, uh, the Bailey match, right? Yeah. And uh, we talked about that a little bit. Like, I mean, it was a decent match. Yeah, we match. mentioned that. It just fizzled out. The ending was yeah. a schmoz finish. It was... It wasn't the most egregious thing, but it was it was what it was. Yeah, like uh, doing the the fact that like it ended with you know shenanigans that doesn't surprise me, especially with yeah, the no. kind of team that they are. But it also just stopped. Yes, agreed. Um, so that's probably the biggest issue I had is that like because they gave them time, they actually gave them time. And uh, yeah, no, and well, then they just kind of. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It, it didn't, um, didn't seem like it was After that, I think after that was the cross-out match, right? Yeah. So here's the thing. The Ray and Seth match, the basically the who becomes a pirate match. The what? Um, it wasn't bad, and it was good storytelling, but I... Seeing Ray do some Extreme World stuff was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated the fact that so they did the step mm-hmm. to hurt Ray's eye before, and then they end the match with another step spot. But like yeah. the thing I hated was it was it almost felt like they forgot the ending because it's like he's smushing Ray's face into it. Then he goes back and he's setting up to do a curb stomp, and then the ref just calls and it's like, oh, the eye's out. It's like, wouldn't you want to like here's the thing, they can record this. And like they can shoot from different angles. They can do like cinematography now. Why did we have like the cheapest way to like, if we're going to do it, you have to rip somebody's eye out of their socket. Why do we do it in the cheapest way to where like people like freeze framed a picture of Ray doing like this with his, uh, you know, holding his face with this mask and you just barely, barely see a fake eye. Yeah. So here is the funniest part about this. Apparently, yeah, no, I know 
that yeah, match was taped. They were, they were all tapes, technically. And apparently, uh, well, this one, this one was definitely taped. And Vince McMahon held the reins, like he was basically the producer of this match. And one big thing that could easily give it away, yes, was Seth Rollins yes. puking. I was, in all honesty, I was fine with the puking. It, it, it was ridiculous, but I, I, I was fine with it. I just, listen, they made this, if you look on WWE Network, they made this show TV 14, right? Mm-hmm. So they already upped their, their normal rating. Yeah, they already that. upped their normal rating. So it's like, if you're going to have a prosthetic eye and a ripping eye a match, okay, if you don't want to really show it to me, it's fine. When Ray, Ray was like, leaving why was it like blood coming down his mask or something like i'm not asking to go overly grotesque i'm just asking if you are going to decide that you're going to do a match where somebody's eye has to be ripped out of their socket you pick that we as a fans didn't pick that we didn't say we had to see that so you need to go all the way with it you need to show me a prosthetic eye you need to show me fake blood you need to make it kind of gruesome like you decided to to make it, you know, this level of brutality. So make it that level of brutality. Also, don't end the spot the same way. Like that's probably my they, only gripe. Is they ended the spot the same way they started the whole thing? Yeah, Seth needed to push his face into it and either like hit him with a cheer while his face was there, curb stop. Like they needed to do something to make it seem like it was worse because the whole spot, like you said, with him digging his eye into that corner last time just hurt the eye. It didn't pop it out of its socket. So it's like, yeah, I'm to believe now that the same spot did more damage than it did last time. It's just, it. it plus, it does, plus it doesn't make sense because like, for some reason, they're always putting their hand in front of their eye and then like slowly moving it out of the way so the eye could hit. And I'm like, that would be like mode number one. Oh, sharp corner. This hand's not moving at all. Like at least Ray, when he was trying to rip Seth's eye out, he was like breaking a kendo stick and using like shards of bamboo to try and yank I, it out. That Ray makes sense. Not around. That makes sense. Yeah. Ray but just being like, around. I'm going to push him into a cor- I'm going to push his face in, even though his hand's there. What? <laughs> yeah. So it, it was. I did like the only thing that I could take away from that. I did like where they really stayed on Seth there for at the end, almost like it really shook him as a human being. Like, I mean, yeah, that he did the throw up thing, but like as he was leaving, he it's almost seemed like he was disgusted in himself. But because like everyone was that, like taunting him. My thing is this: where do you go with that? If Seth is if Seth is still this Monday Night Messiah, uh, all of this other person, but like now he threw up because of his actions and he looks shook because of, where do you go with that? Are we turning Seth face? Uh, Are we going to make him regret? Maybe make him start doubting himself as a false messiah. I guess, but I don't think we've scratched the surface with him being the Monday Night Messiah, and I don't think it's time to change paths. If anything, I think it's time to double down. No, what you do? Well, yes, but that's just it, though. What nope. you do is you have him doubting yourself, yep, and you bring Kevin Owens back in because he hasn't. Oh, he's been on the outskirts of this feud for a long time. So then you bring it in and go like, you should feel bad. You should feel awful. That's what it feels like to be a human, and like really just hammers it, and then it causes Seth to snap, 
and like he goes heel, but he goes like almost monster heel. I guess, but was it, isn't that where we were going? We'll just have to see what happens with it. Yes, well, that's just it, though. I thought I thought that was going to be the culmination of everything, but it's like they give they give Rollins this huge push, and then all of a sudden, hey, yo, we need to pump the brakes on this because I he's mean, he was uh, uh, this whole time he I, hurt Ray Mysterio. Uh, didn't make sense. Was unremorseful about it. And basically, like Ray, you made me do this. I didn't want to do this. But you know, it it became to this point, and now they're doing an eye for an eye match, and the whole his whole promos going into it was like being like, why do we have to? You know, why are we here? Why are we here? And stuff like that, and like basically saying that it's like now it's something that he is forced to do. And then when he does it, he's like, oh, why did I do that? It's like you can't have your promos being like, I don't even want to do this, but you forced my hand, and now he's like remorseful of it. When all the promos was him convincing himself and telling the audience that this is not his decision. Ray wanted this match. Ray did this. Ray made him have to uh, go to this situation. So it just like Ron said, it's weird to punch the brakes on something when your character the whole time is like, you know, trying to do like the false good guy to be like, I'm not the bad guy. Y'all are making me rip his eye out. And then he's remorseful of it. It just. I I don't know what they're doing with Seth and I don't think they know what they're doing. Don't make him. Don't make him remorseful, yeah. but make him like have to realize like what he is capable of. Like make him start realizing like he'll he'll do some messed up stuff. Yeah. Like there's one way they could have just one line that could have made this into a good match in my eyes. If when when uh instead of the puke happening he was like screaming at Ray, yeah. like, you made me do this. This was you. This is all you. Like, that would have changed everything. Instead of being remorseful and throwing up and puking, like, he should have doubled down and said, This is or, your yeah. fault. He, Why did you make me well do might. this? Exactly. Why did and you no, put that's me the thing. In like, this if position? he would have like walked over to Ray or Ray's like covering his eyes. Or like instead of yelling and just calmly been like, why did you ask for this, Ray? Why did you make me do this? I'm a I'm I'm a good man. I don't like to like, you know, disfigure you. And so but you made me do this, Ray. You let me know. You know, like that would have been so great to like have him like like you said, either yelling it or just like calmly giving that speech of it's like, I didn't want to do this. You made me do this. Why did you force my hand? You know, that would have been so great. Yeah, but yeah, that that match was like it was gonna be villain with delusion is. I was gonna say like that match was gonna be dumb anyway, just because like of the concept of the match. But they somehow they just didn't even execute that. Yeah, yeah, just have it like and not trying to do this whole thing where it's like oh, uh, cut it out. Like no, it's just. This guy was injured, so this guy was injured. So now they're gonna, you know, I like they could have been done a way yes. better a job of it yeah, they instead of doing the weird same spot throw up. Like uh, it was weird. It was. Uh, and what's worse is following that uh, the match that we got following that, which I which I believe was the Raw Women's title, which yep. also made no sense. I I understand letting Sasha win. Because I felt the storyline that they were yeah. telling was, hey, uh, let's let Becky and uh, Sasha like 
run the women's have division. All the, all the belts. Yeah. You know, all that. So I'm fine with that. The execution, though, is the, the execution was garbage. Like, okay, fine. You know, Bailey gets involved. Uh, I was very surprised to see Kyrie Sane out there with what we know about her plans for the future. Apparently, was, tonight was, is her last night. I could believe that. I could believe that. And so, I don't know. Like, yeah. it was. I was nice. To, it was nice to see Kyrie. Yeah. Um, so, so you're going along. Match is going along. Uh, of course, because mm-hmm. of who they are, they're trying to submit the crap out of each other because that's just how it goes. Um, and so at some point, I believe, uh, I don't know, they, they just, it's a lot of their submissions started to look stale. Like they were just kind of doing it because I don't know, maybe that was just me, but some, uh, there was a couple of times where I wasn't buying it. They didn't really look like they were trying very hard. Well, I also Um, think there was like points where like, uh, both Sasha and her, yeah, would do one submission move, one two three moves, move, and doing like it would have been better if they were switching out submission moves. But it's like they kept going back to not just like working the arm or the leg. They kept going back to the exact same submission move over and over again. So it started yeah. making it feel like deja vu and just like a weird repetition. So that's what took me out of the match, is because I love a good like submission clinic. But it's like it was like. Oh, I'm going to do this like reverse butterfly arm bar. Okay, cool. I'm going to bust out. I'm going to try to clothesline you. I'm going to go around and do a reverse butterfly arm bar. And it's just like moves over and over again. So it just it felt stale. Yeah, but the uh, the culmination was uh, there was a big distraction spot. Uh, somehow Sasha straight up just had the title and was going to use it. And then when the ref called her out, she was like, oh, I wasn't going to use it. I was just holding it. I'm like, okay. Uh, and uh, Asuka set up for the green mist. And ba- or Sasha, with the reactions of a tiger, uh, ducked out of the way. And the ref got the full face. Now, we've seen that before. You know, ref gets taken out of the of the match, so Bailey immediately comes in, starts working her over. But then, for some oh, but- reason, Bailey is allowed to then run over to the ref, uh, rip off the uh, the sh- ref shirt of the referee, put it on, and now just declares herself the referee. Uh, counts Sasha's victory and I, I guess if you just yell at the timekeeper enough he'll ring the bell and the bell makes it official so supposedly uh, yeah Sasha is the new Brawl women's tag team champion uh what they're classifying this matches, at, uh, at least on Wiki, it's a no contest. So there's uh, going to be a rematch okay. tonight if, on Raw. As it. dumb as that is, because they could have just done that. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll allow yeah. it if the decision is not final. I I really feel that this match yeah. is 
the first ever women's money in the bank match of single matches is that WWE's like, oh, wouldn't it be great if we did this thing? And then everyone's like, no. And we- everyone was like, no, that's terrible. Yes. And so now they're just going to have a rematch tonight and-, and then do an actual smart ending. Because here's the thing, like when it first happened, when Becky, uh, no, Becky, sorry, when Bailey shirt put it on and counted one two three i immediately started laughing because i didn't think like that was the end of the match so i was just like yeah, that's a funny thing she's just like yeah we, we, we won we won you know and stuff like that i figured the match would continue but then when she kept yelling at the timekeeper i'm like okay oscar's about to you know start moving or something Pop and then up. They actually yeah actually rang the bell and i was like wait what and then the announcer actually announced it and the uh the ring announcers actually like went along with oh my god did sasha just, sasha just won the title it's like how does no one know that that is not how it can happen? WWE, that like, is not I, how any of this works. Like, I get it. Uh, well, shenanigans be shenanigans, but, like, you don't lean into the shenanigans. Right. Like, if they would have did that spot and Bailey would have just counted three and she'd be like, you won. And, like, went and, like, like was fighting with the timekeeper for the title, you know, and stuff. And, like, giving Oscar uh, a chance to, like, recover and stuff. And it was just, like, kind of a gag thing. And then you continued the match and something else happened, I would have been fine with it because it would have been silly little shenanigans in the middle of a match for entertainment purposes. And that'd be fine. You don't turn the silly. It doesn't make sense. Shenanigans into a, oh, it's a title change now. So what they're doing with this, and this also was one of the um, one of the Vince McMahon last minute edits. Oscar was supposed to win. Uh, last night. However, because the ratings were so poor on Raw the last couple of weeks, they have decided to do it, do this match in a way where they get to show it on free television. And that's why things seemed really off and really screwy uh, with the you know end what? of this match. I'm going to fix it right here. You ready? I'm going to fix how to fix the ratings on Raw and SmackDown. Look at who's running those things. Versus the other show that's actually getting decent ratings on the WWE network. And scene. There. I fixed your problem. I I completely agree, but here's the thing that they would bite you with on. Is both Raw and SmackDown still total more viewers than NXT? So in their minds, they are doing better than NXT. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, like Raw and SmackDown, even with low numbers, are still like pulling in at least a million people and where NXT is not. But here's the thing, though. The reason is, is because right now a lot of people aren't watching wrestling because watching wrestling without crowds is it's it's jarring. It's different. And in all honesty, the only company, in my opinion, that is doing it right is AEW because that's the only show I can watch and still it feels like wrestling where WWE and uh, SmackDown Raw, all of them, they feel like they're trying to put on a show, but they don't know how because they're like, oh, people aren't cheering. What do we do? And I just think WWE style works with a crowd where AEW has indie guys that are used to performing for 50 people. So theirs is yeah. better. And yeah, they definitely have the advantage there. Yeah, they do. And I just, I don't know really how to fix it other than you have to tell WWE, hey, your very like theatrical way of wrestling, you, until you get fans back, you need to change it. I understand you have your playbook and the way you like to do stuff. You have to throw your playbook out 
because it's not working and the product is extremely suffering. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting that they're basically at the last minute trying to get raw ratings up by underperforming at a pay-per-view. That's <laughs> not going to help. Uh, but that's that, that's that, a weird decision. I can't believe that. After yeah. that speaking of weird decisions, uh, we had the WWE title. Uh, we had Drew McIntyre versus Ziggler, which I'm going to be real with you. I love everyone's assessment of this, of crap, we don't have a uh, person to, you know, fill the match in before SummerSlam has our big WWE hit, uh, title match. Uh, hey, somebody call Ziggler. Because he is the perfect somebody call, you know, this guy to like fill in kind of person. That being said, I uh, had the insanity to allow him to, to literally sick. write the write the stipulation down. Yeah, yeah. But it's like hard to take Ziggler like seriously because they never let him win big matches. And it's funny to me though they find new and inventive ways to make him lose in spectacular fashion. It's like every time they put him in a big match, they keep stacking the deck for him more and more every time. And he never wins. He never did, wins. Uh, did y'all see the Instagram post? No. So I don't know if it was WBE or like a fan account or somebody. Some, uh, somebody posted a picture of Ziggler wearing the WWE title. No. Uh, and so, to something to the effect of, you know, uh, one can hope or, oh, wouldn't this be cool or something like that. And, uh, the rock actually commented on it and said like uh i think this is actually a really cool look the guy you know uh has earned his spot and because he is becoming such a social media agentire comment that comment it doesn't matter what you think <laughs> and i was like nice that is funny. Look at uh, it, it's really funny. This he called him out on Twitter. Yeah, He's like, yeah, that's funny. Just you and Jim McIntyre said what I said. That's funny. I was like, I seeing the WWE seeing WWE people drop their like corporate facades yeah. and like get real has been nice. Like yeah. being able to see the difference between like a very personal tweet, something that was come up by them, and like a corporate tweet. That you know, WWE told them to tweet. It's nice. Uh, I don't know about you guys. It was a very spectacular match to anybody. It, it yeah. didn't feel like one. The stipulation was cute, but in the end, yeah. uh, he got Claymore no. kicked into oblivion, and that was that. So. So wait, before we go further, I'm just curious, guys, uh, put on your realistic booking yeah. hats. Who do you think Drew McIntyre is facing at SummerSlam? Originally, I would have said, but all the rumors say that Bork's not going to SummerSlam. Say what? Brock Lesnar. Because there's uh, not a, my guess there's, there's is, not an My audience. guess is Randy Orton. So Brock's not going to I would believe that. 
The only caveat is I just saw where WWE announced a match for tonight. It's the big show versus Randy I, Orton in a uh what was it like a Yeah, because they're match. ending the big show and Randy Orton storyline. And then since Edge isn't going to be available, he's gonna go after Drew McIntyre. I feel like if you were setting that up, now's the time to set that up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, looks like uh, what what we were saying about uh, Seth Rollins yeah. is uh, coming to fruition. Apparently, he made a huge declaration on Raw. Like right now, he was the the question yeah. was, "Do you regret what you've done yeah. to me?" So instead of having him throw up, had pulled the trigger on that yesterday. Yeah, but you know Vince McMahon. He's, he's gonna. Puke. He's gonna. He's puke. gonna puke. But uh, last match. He's gonna puke. The swamp match. Uh, last match was. Uh, I, I Bray think the Wyatt cinematics for this Ron were actually Roman really, really good. The, uh, like swamp match. Uh, it wasn't anywhere near like boneyard match levels of like crispness, but. I felt like I was, you know, at some middle of nowhere swamp house. Yeah, it was good. I just I knew they were trying to go psychological and they did some cool stuff. Mm -hmm. I just I felt it didn't really get going until Uh, they got to the dock. You know, Um, I don't know. Uh, I didn't think it was that great. It uh, it really threw me a loop that they uh, like included so many little things including Alexa Bliss. I okay. did not see that cameo coming. I did not. I like that cameo. Yeah. Can they please stop saying she's yeah. Sister Abigail? Well, yeah, she little, is not little, Sister little Abigail. Little Big, Team Little Big? Well, I don't think it was implied that she was Sister Abigail. I think they were just saying, like, when they were pointing out, oh, remember we had no. the, the mixed tag match. Oh, yeah, no. I know that's what we're doing, but what I'm saying is the internet has taken that, and everyone's like, oh, so Alexa Bliss is yeah. Sister Abigail Team now. And like, everyone's acting like they have unselected Alexa Bliss as Sister Abigail. It's like, no, it was a reference to the mixed tag match and how she's part of Braun's past. Yeah, I, I don't think people who are going that route are just trying to, like, red string stuff. Uh, yeah. So, I don't think we're at that level, but... No. Uh, it was good. Uh, I was surprised. Like, I was surprised yeah. that there was not as much "quote unquote" wrestling. I knew that there wouldn't really be, but like a good half of it was just messing with Braun and him in a, you know, chair bound by chains. Even though this is the man that has lifted ambulances. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, why did he show up in a truck? And chains gets him. Why did he show up in a truck? Uh. Weren't there, wasn't there a whole thing about his like prize car that he really likes? Yeah. No, they only broke the windshield. He, it was, it was out of the well, shop the very that, next week when it's when they did the break shop. it. I, it's probably still in the shop. I think COVID. safe light repair, safe light replaced. Okay, it was good to go. I don't even know. I, I, I know, but when he pulled up in a truck, I was I, like, I, all right, I, I get it. He's like, a good old boy. He's got to shove in a truck, even though you made this whole bit that he's got this like 
highly treasured car that he could have definitely showed up in for continuity's sake. I um I just think the problem with this match for me was it didn't give me the yeah. real fight feel of the boneyard match or the like psychological craziness of the Firefly Funhouse. And it felt like yeah. it tried to merge the two of them and it just fell flat. Well, I think the biggest problem, I think there's there's two problems. One, the match itself. Two, uh, I have to give some anti-credit to everything that we had to watch leading up to it. So our expectations were just yeah super tanked at that point. Yeah. It wasn't like WrestleMania where, you know, oh, wow, this is actually a lot of good stuff. And we end with this. Yeah. This was like, you knew this was coming. You knew this was coming. You knew this was coming. And you had already been disappointed the entire rest of the night. So when you got to this, you're like, just, just do the thing with the Gator. Just do the thing. Yeah. I will say the show painted our expectations for me. I agree with that. I'll say this. Say it. Yeah. Uh, For me, I absolutely did not like this match and I'm going to, I called it. I called I'm burnt it. out on cinematic. I matches. said back at I'm WrestleMania that WWE is going to look at everyone going like they love this. Let's keep doing this. And it's going to get tiring fast. And look, it did. Like. And I was a huge advocate for cinematic matches but i just now like seeing a cinematic match basically every every yeah. pay-per-view i'm and, and here's the thing over it as long as we keep screwing up as a society it's not going to be better and we're just going to keep getting cinematic matches so that being said uh i i like to yeah. try and defend wwe a lot Th- yeah. this is not a defendable wwe moment this was this was not good uh there was a bunch. There was a bunch that could have been good. There was a bunch that had the potential to be good. This was not good. No, no, no. It was. Uh, yeah. Again, we could look at better. We could because uh, every single point we had, we had a better way to do it. We should give we WWE their just dues. I mean, the fiend coming out of the water was cool. I mean, I guess we can do an uh, what, will, now that for one cool spot. Yeah, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that when they both went under and we were all like, okay, I guess nobody. And then it started bubbling red and the fiend came up. I was like, all right, I can respect that. I was convinced when I saw the boat and the thing, the thing I was like, is this going to be the swamp of resurrection? But (laughs) I I didn't get that. It's only just still Matt Hardy's gig. Yeah. Just be just brave being like, well, he said I could. But I was I was a little hoping for that, yeah. but at the same time I really liked where like Yeah, there was not like a concise winner. No, uh, not at all. But I mean an argument technically could be made that, you know, Bray Wyatt came up. Uh I know like we're trying to be like they're not the same person and yada yada, but an argument can be made. Bray Wyatt got up and Braun is supposedly dead. Granted, that means nothing in WWE. AJ Styles did not come back as a ghost, but uh, technically, Bray Wyatt is or Bray Wyatt uh, won, yeah. and uh, Braun Strowman's dead. Um, 
Yeah. No. I just I I I I did not dig this pay per view, and usually there are some things that I could take away from it that are like, you know what the oh, sad yeah, part is? like even though no, you know even though the pay per view was the bad, kickoff show were, and the very first match were the good. best part. The kickoff hmm. show matches were better, and I'm just gonna say that like the kickoff yeah. show was last minute, and I didn't get the chaos spot I wanted. Yeah. But it was still a good match. That's the thing I've noticed with WWE. Whenever they have like, but it was still a good match. Very bad pay per views like this. For whatever reason, they pad the front, and it's like, are you that like just inept to tell that you've booked a show improperly when you have an idea of like what talent can give you what, and you're like, okay, do a really good one at the front to get them hooked, and then just hope that they like the other stuff. It's just. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, th- we've been we've been going though for mm. this amount of time, I so I think it's about time to wrap. Uh, I hate to leave everyone with with a downer note because I don't think that like there there was there was possibility. Uh, we just did not grab at them at it at all. Uh, so well, here's hoping. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, we we could we could, leave, we could leave this on a good note. Um, uh, for those that are only card. listening to the audio Please podcast the and are not watching it live on uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Ace of Spades card. Um, yeah. So I hear that as your you can hair see, is golden. It sounds golden. As you will now hear, uh, my hair is uh, is golden, and it is. There not it is. Yeah, and that is not the only thing about me that's gold. No. I am once again in new quick pop pick'em champion. It is I'm just, Ron. I'm just Ron. Speak and it literally Good took morning, a pandemic everyone. for Ron to Let finally the win the title twice in terror one year. Begin again. <laughs> oh, hitting you with the. Oh, hey, I'll take, I'll take it where I can get it. I'll take it where uh, I can get you know it. This what, one's though? not going to last six days. Just a little bit more, though, just because Jake got his punch and I'm getting my punch. You won it off of extreme rules. Be proud of yourself. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. This pay-per-view is horrible. And and you know what? Once I again, did, I, our, uh, our tiebreaker actually match, works. I am proud even of that. Though, uh, even though it was weird that it was literally that short for the, the grand finale match. Yeah. Like, to own, see, when I, I, did my time, I didn't think it was going to be the swamp fight. And so once I saw it was the swamp fight, I'm like, oh, I under yeah. under guessed with my time. Oh, man. No, I, I did not, apparently. Uh, same thing with me, just kind of kind of like on the last pay-per-view. I, I overestimated because I was like, well, they're absolutely doing the cinematic match last, right? They're, they're definitely doing that last. It's going to be they're going to give it some time. They didn't give it enough time. But um, congratulations, Ron. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, but I think you know whatever. I'm glad to see it's, you have the title it, again. It was it was a pay. It was a, a seat review. Hey Ron, 
I'm not glad to see that you're the champion at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad your, that you I'm and your cheap, cheap ass Okada look alike. Like, so. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Jake, I gotta yeah. know what's up. Like, uh, it's oh. like three months now you haven't touched that gold. What's <gasps> How going on, dare buddy? you? How dare you? Lost you? Touch? Because like, uh, well, you see, Ron like, had it, the, uh, then I had it, then Ron had it. Like, well, you, okay, buddy. See, you have to look. You have to look at facts. Well, let's look at the you world can touch around me at us. One. I've been on this podcast for what almost three years now. Like the last two years were flourishing everywhere. Like the world was doing good, economies were doing good. I was a four-time top champion. Now look, 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 I lose the title. Not blaming you, Ace. I, this is all partially on you, but now, like, I mean, we have a pandemic. We have like what's in the street, and why? Because y'all keep stealing the title from me. Making this world a terrible place. I'm just gonna point out that you're blaming Jushin your title bosses on the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Oh yes, a hundred percent because of the Backstreet Boys reunion tour and Ace beating me. Not your fault, Ace, but it is your fault that the world now has crumbled into darkness, and we need the Backstreet Boys just to go ahead and retire. That we don't need another reunion. Just retire. And then give me the belt that I properly deserve, earn, and have made larger than life. And then this world can be a better place again. And you two are just, listen, y'all call me a heel, but you two have like just bathed this world in darkness. Ron has blonde hair because that is the only bright now, that anyone will ever see. Now you're saying that we're responding. You know what? No, no, we done. We done. Just. No, we're not done. No, 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 we're not done. No. I'm responsible. We are not done. You want to know why it. we're not done? I'll, I'll own up to it. Absolutely. No, Ron, Ron, we're Everything not done. I need you to shut your mouth too because everyone needs to know and everyone needs to hear that Ron is actually a rapper, guys. Did y'all know that? This is some crazy, crazy <laughs> times. Guys, guys. Wait, but he's not rapping on this latest album. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, this is your well, email. Yeah, no, I am. Ron, but I, it's a I, lot I, more sad and I sad enjoy this album. type of stuff on this one. Yeah. Yeah. This I, is like, this yeah. Demo. Maybe. Could we maybe like uh, drop yeah. a track at the end of this episode? Maybe. Because maybe. the album, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, good stuff in it. drops. Maybe. Hey, Twitch stream, ignore this. Today. E Wait, it's already dropped. Yeah, it dropped last Wednesday. Oh, I thought it dropped last Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Podcast it, it, it Nation. It dropped last Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it dropped last week. No. And we yeah, already have planned. Guys, guys. Hey, guys, I'm trying to help you. Um, the album is... I know, but yeah, it, was, already, it yeah. dropped last no. week. We talked about it last week, and we already planned to have a track. Hey, hey no, no, I got track, you. I appreciate uh, you. The outro this yeah. week's as well, so... Yeah. Yeah, because you already. I'm setting up the fact that you are doing a uh, intro or outro track this week. So should I, should I set just it up. Yeah. take this out? Yeah, and you know what else? With I've been doing. I said, listen to the podcast, and you would have known all this information. Yeah, no, I did listen shows, to the podcast. That just shows I'm what a true that. champion you are. Uh, don't even listen to yourself because yeah. you just can't stand to not listen to yourself. Have the gold, and it's petty. I mean, guys, guys, 
Guys, let, let, I'll, I'll be honest. I did listen last week, and that's the reason <laughs> I uh, am, you know, setting up this uh, outro track. But also, let me I mean, make cover it story, to everyone. I skimmed through because, like, I heard y'all, I heard you, Ace, and I heard you, Ron, and then I heard you, Ace, and I heard you, Ron, and, and, and my well, luscious gold, golden radio voice went there. And so there. I was just like, oh, this is, this is not as good. This is, you know what, guys? Oh, narcissism to it. Okay. <laughs> not as good because Jake's not here. Wow. I think we know who sent the FCC letter now. Man, now it really makes a lot of sense now. What is the FCC? Y'all keep now talking. We, about now we really know. Oh, well, I can't get that's the host so, like so recorder off, so I'll just get the other person off. That'll limit the amount of time I have to listen to his joker self. All it's true. It is wash. true. Like, I know you noticed. Oh, uh, it is true. I just, okay, I just, cool. All right. So he admitted funny. it, folks. Like, uh, that's, we'll just leave awesome. it at that. It no, is no, true. No, no, no. All right. But for real, we're going on an hour plus. Thank you all for listening. Go ahead. So, um, and uh, the track that you're going to listen to is going to be called Lie. It is off of the new album, Phenoxytocin, uh, that was released last Wednesday. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. You can find it on uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Play, whatever. Um, but I hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you think. And we will be back next week with another exciting episode of the Quick Pop Stop Podcast. That, that is Ace. That is Jake. I am Ron. Good night. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the hosts of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today. <laughs>